Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. All righty, welcome to Vitality Radio. This is Jared St. Clair. I am your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m., and it is a beautiful Saturday today, an almost cloudless blue sky. It is gorgeous. The sun is shining. Not particularly warm out, but not too bad. And, uh, you know, it is it's April 1st, right? April Fool's Day. Is that right, Patrick? Is it April Fool's Day? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Nobody's pulled any pranks on me yet. I should be wary, I just suppose. Wait. I accidentally wore green on St. Patrick's Day. Maybe I'm just living right. You never know. I always thought St. Patrick's Day was named after you, Patrick. It but, is. But uh, then I found out it's some other guy. Anyway, regardless, we are here. It is Vitality Radio, and I am so happy to be here bringing the good news about health and nutrition to you each and every Saturday morning. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by... Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. We are in Bountiful, but we go far and wide. If you ever need help, please call us regardless of where you're at in this beautiful state of Utah or beyond. You can call us and we can help you via phone and the magic of the mail. All right. So I was, sometimes I know in advance what I'm going to rant about. Oftentimes, it's the night before I look through the headlines and I see something, and that's what happened last night. It's time for the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Yes, it is. And I'm pretty excited about this one because we're going to get all political here. And you know, it's uh, <laughs> so funny because two weeks ago, I believe it was on the show, I was applauding President Trump for what he is doing uh, in terms of some of the regulatory stuff and and what he's doing with the, his or what he wants to do with his budget and defunding the National Institutes of Health and so on. And now I have to come full circle back around to saying, are you kidding me, Donald? Because he is trying to make a really big mistake right now, and I fear that he will get away with it. And uh, honestly, it's just going to get sort of buried in the in the uh, papers because nobody seems to care about this one that much, but they should. He's nominated someone who's called a bona fide pharma shill to head the FDA. Now, there's no agency that has taken more heat on Vitality Radio over the eight and a half years that I've done this than the good old FDA. Well, it could get worse. Michael Hiltzik, who's a reporter for the LA Times, uh, wrote a fantastic piece on this. I'm going to quote quite heavily from it because uh, his research is excellent. I've actually verified a bunch of the stuff that he said, and it's it's kind of a scary situation. Now, I talk about conflict of interest a lot. This is a classic case of conflict of interest. So what's the deal with the FDA, right? It's the federal – no, it's not. It's the food – some people don't even know what it is. It's the Food and Drug Administration. But it's really the Federal Drug Pushers Administration in many ways. I think they need to add a P in there. I think it would work better make more sense because that's kind of what they are. They like to um, jump all over companies like Palm, you know, the pomegranate drink guys that have the little funky bottles that you buy for $5 at the store. They like to jump all over brands like that for claiming that it's heart healthy when 
clinically, technically, it is proven to be heart healthy, but they can't say that because it's not a drug. And they jump on people that sell tart cherry juice that say that it helps with pain and can help you sleep because, well, you can't say that because tart cherry juice isn't a drug, even though there's clinical trials that back up those claims. Well, it's not a drug. So if it's natural, you can't say anything good about it. If it's pharmaceutical, you can say whatever you want about it as long as you put the disclaimer at the end about how it can kill you. So there's always been this double standard. But one of the things that we have to have in the FDA is someone who is at least on the surface unbiased, and that ain't happening here. Lots of people, this is directly from uh, Michael Hiltzik's article on this, Lots of people in the healthcare field heaved a sigh of relief last week when President Trump nominated Scott Gottlieb, a physician, venture investor, and former official of the FDA, to be the FDA's next commissioner, the big boss. Other expressions of relief came from investors and executives in the pharmaceutical industry. They see Gottlieb as one of their own. And with good reason, because he has served on advisory boards or held directorships at six different drug companies, at least, and received substantial stipends from many more. From 2013 through 2015, which is the extent of the database maintained by the Department of Health and Human Services, so we don't know what happened before 2013, and the numbers aren't in for 2016 yet, Gottlieb received some $413,000 from drug companies for consulting, quote-unquote, consulting, or speaking, or other services. In 2015 alone, he collected almost $200,000 from eight different drug companies, including some of the big dogs, GlaxoSmithKline, Squibb, Pfizer, and Valiant. All are likely to have regulatory business with the FDA in the coming years. That's a silly statement. All will have regulatory business with the FDA in the coming years. Gottlieb also is a venture partner at the investment firm New Enterprise Associates, which claims current investments in 50 biopharma firms and 29 medical device firms, along with 21 healthcare service firms. So he's an investor in these companies. He's been on the board of six of them. And he's collected over $400,000 from eight of them over the last, uh, over a three-year span from 2013 to 2015. So it shouldn't come as a surprise that Big Pharma will be happy to have Gottlieb on board. In fact, Robert W. Baird, uh, the Robert W. Baird company, uh, they have an analyst named Brian Scorney, and he told clients, thank God, it's Gottlieb. Because that'll protect their investments. We view this as a favorable development for the drug sector. Fantastic. Wonderful. It shouldn't be a surprise that critics of the pharmaceutical industry, such as me, are less excited. Surgical oncologist David Gorsky, who bird dogs the pseudo, who bird dogs pseudoscience, calls Gottlieb a bona fide, honest to goodness pharma shill citing his revolving door journeys from the drug industry to the FDA and back again. Gottlieb is entangled in an unprecedented web of big pharma ties, according to Michael Carome, director of the health research group Public Citizen. This wouldn't be the first time that Gottlieb's conflicts of interest raised eyebrows upon taking his FDA post in 2005. He had to recuse himself for over a year from participating in matters involving nine drug companies, including Eli Lilly, Roche, Procter & Gamble, and Santa Fe Aventis. The most undistilled expression of Gottlieb's philosophy can be found in an article he wrote in 2012. So what does this guy stand for? Clearly, he's, he's on the dole. He's being paid by these drug companies massive amounts of money. And has been for years. And he's bounced in and out of regulation, regulatory work with the FDA and then back to drug companies and back to the FDA. But what does he feel about what the FDA does? And this is what he says. He took aim at what he described as the FDA's flawed culture in which the safety of a drug has become its prime concern. Yeah, I'm letting a little moment of silence sink in there. He took aim at what he described as the FDA's flawed culture in which the safety of a drug has become its prime concern. Is that a flaw? That feels wrong to me. In so heavily prioritizing one of its obligations, 
the protection of the consumers, the FDA has sometimes neglected its other key obligation, which is to guide new medical innovations to the market, he wrote. On the whole, the agency's reviewers believe it is appropriate to prioritize safety over speed. In what world is this a bad thing? In what world is this a bad thing? Seriously. How is it bad for the FDA, who is supposed to protect us from harmful foods and harmful drugs, how is it bad that they are putting safety over speed? Okay, so there's these arguments, right? Oh, well, we have these life-saving drugs that can't get approved fast enough because of the bureaucracy. Okay, well, whatever bureaucratic stuff is going on at the FDA, they are a bureaucracy, absolutely. And whatever they're doing, I'm certain they do it slowly. However, we know that since the 1990s, where the average was 18 months for a drug to get approved, things have improved dramatically now down to 12 months. Now, I don't know if that's an improvement or not, but it's certainly faster. But Big Pharma says, no, we got to do it faster than that because every month the drug sits there is another month with no profitability from the research money spent. So from a business standpoint, absolutely. Because if the drug is proven unsafe after it reaches the market, what happens to Big Pharma? Well, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Gottlieb's mindset... Um, comes from what is its most legendary success, the blocking of the morning sickness drug, thalidomide. Now, I want you to do a little bit of research. In fact, I'm going to post this on Facebook. I'm going to post some pictures, and they're, they're eye-opening pictures of, pe- of people with birth defects from <clears throat> thalidomide. I'm going to spell that for you. T-H-A-L-I-D-O-M-I-D-E. Thalidomide. Thalidomide was blocked by the FDA by a woman named Frances Kelsey. She was an FDA reviewer back in 1960. Kelsey's action, which saved American families from the tide of birth defects caused by the drug that was already approved in Europe and Japan, fostered, and this is in Gottlieb's words, fostered an idealization of the lone reviewer championing an issue of safety against the prevailing orthodoxies, especially when it meant taking on corporate interests. So he's basically saying this woman who saved thousands of children from birth defects, and we know this because thousands of children got birth defects from this drug in Japan and Europe, and some even in America. We know this was an issue. We've got plenty of evidence. And this Francis Kelsey did some amazing things. He's saying that's a problem. So here's the story. The sedative was called Kevadon, and the application to market it in America reached the new medical officer at the Food and Drug Administration in September of 1960. The drug had already been sold to pregnant women in Europe for morning sickness, and the application seemed routine, ready for the rubber stamp. But some data on the drug safety troubled Dr. Francis Oldham Kelsey, a former family doctor and teacher in South Dakota who had just taken the FDA job in Washington. Reviewing requests to license new drugs, she asked the manufacturer, William S. Merrill Company of Cincinnati, for more information. Thus began a fateful test of will, wills, Merrill responded. Or sorry, Merrill responded, Dr. Kelsey wanted more. Merrill complained to Dr. Kelsey's bosses, calling her a petty bureaucrat. She persisted. On it went. But in late 1961, a terrible evidence, the terrible evidence was pouring in the drug better known by its generic name of thalidomide, was causing thousands of babies in Europe, Britain, Canada, and the Middle East to be born with flipper-like arms and legs and other birth defects. So basically, what happened is she delayed. She said, I need more evidence. I don't buy into the safety of this drug from whatever she was looking at, although it's been approved in all these other markets. I'm not going to approve it yet unless you prove it's safe. And while they fought with her about proof and evidence, and in her opinion, lied to her, as she states in an interview later, two years later. She delayed long enough that the evidence came in and it was overwhelming. Thousands of kids were being born with flipper-like arms and legs, and you need to see the pictures. Type in thalidomide babies into Google, and you'll take a look at what this is. 
But guess what? This drug company had already given thousands of samples to doctors. Six months later, European reports indicated that the drug was definitely linked to an epidemic of Fulcomelia, a rare but monstrous malformation of limbs and newborns, Merrill withdrew its application as reports of the births of thalidomide babies came in from many countries. Kevadon samples given to American doctors were traced, but not all were retrieved. And in the end, 17 births of babies with deformities were reported in the United States, according to the FDA. Now, I want you to think about that number for a minute. Several thousand samples were sent to doctors. Most were retrieved. And 17 kids ended up with birth defects from this drug. This was not a rare case that this was happening. This was happening on a massive scale, and Dr. Kelsey saved us from it. In fact, in 1962, President Kennedy awarded her the highest award given to a non-military citizen for her work in saving American babies from this disaster. So why was that a problem? Well, according to Gottlieb, the guy that Trump wants to be the new FDA commissioner, he says this. He argues that the pendulum had swung too far in the other direction, turning the FDA's demands for thorough safety and efficacy studies into a roadblock against prompt approval of life-saving treatments. Yeah, it's always life-saving treatments. Well, what was this drug? It was for morning sickness. That's not a life-saving treatment. The vast majority of drugs are not life-saving treatments. The ones that get approved and then get yanked off the market years later, like FinFin, you remember that? Vioxx, they weren't life-saving treatments. Nobody was dying waiting for those drugs. People were in pain. People were overweight. But they weren't life-saving treatments. So whenever they throw this crap out there, it's just a, it's a smokescreen. Oh, we have to get these prompt approvals of life-saving treatments. I call bull. The FDA's cumbersome approval process has been a long time in the making, Gottlieb said, but its effects are by now clear to patients, physicians, and drug makers. And they always do that too, don't they? They say, yeah, we need these life-saving treatments. We need them fast. The FDA can't stand in the way. It's too much bureaucracy. And it's clear to the patients, these poor suffering souls who are going to die without these medications. And it's also clear to physicians who want to save these people. And of course, it's very clear to drug makers who make billions of dollars off of these life-saving treatments. Like, how about the treatment for eczema that just gained approval? Eczema, eczema, you say tomato, I say tomato, right? It's that skin condition, it stinks, the really bad one that's really itchy and hurts. A lot of people deal with it. My son has dealt with it quite a bit. It's not good. It's pretty difficult. About 300,000 people in this country could potentially benefit from this new drug. This new drug for eczema that they that shuts down your immune response to a degree and you only get an injection every two weeks and it works. It works really well. Guess how much it costs? $37,000 a year. $37,000 a year. Is it a life-saving drug? No. Is it dangerous? Probably. We'll find out. Most drugs that shut down your immune system or a part of it are not that good for you. Is it useful? I suppose it is. If you've got really bad eczema and you hate it bad. Is it profitable? Hmm, I think so. $37,000 a year. The healthcare system's broken for a lot of reasons. Part of it, a big part of it, is that. So, back to Gottlieb. This guy is a shill for the pharmaceutical industry. He is in it to win it for them. His desire to make sure that your drugs are safe is dwarfed by his desire to make sure that the drug companies that he has worked for are profitable. And he says it in his own words. I mean, this stuff that I'm quoting isn't from 20 years ago when he was a younger man and not maybe as wise as he is today. This is from three, four years ago, 2012, 2013. And he's saying that the FDA is too concerned about safety and not concerned enough about speed. Is that the man we want at the helm of the FDA? Sounds like to me he might be the ice cream man. 
You guys ever heard that term? You ever heard that song? Because it is one of the great songs ever written and performed. And when David Lee Roth sings it, it's so good. What's the ice cream man in Urban Dictionary? It's the cocaine dealer. (laughs) This guy, he's just a drug dealer. He's a drug dealer that Trump wants at the head of the FDA. And I'm just going to call him the ice cream man because that's what he is. He's just making money. And he's not so concerned about safety now, is he? All right, that's the rant. When I come back, we're going to talk about the black stuff. Not the black stuff like uh, this darkness that came into my mind when I thought about this guy running the FDA, but the black stuff called activated charcoal. Have you heard of it? You've heard of charcoal. You've used it out on your grill. This isn't quite the same thing, but it kind of is. It's all the rage right now. If you Google activated charcoal, you'll come up with all kinds of stuff. But I'm going to tell you what, this stuff has been around for a long time. I've sold it for years at Vitality, and up until about six months ago, okay, let's say a year ago maybe, I'd never used it before for any application. Now, I bathe with it, I brush my teeth with it, and I ingest it. And I'm going to tell you why when we come back. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at VitalityRadioPod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I am Jared St. Clair. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. If you have any questions about anything you hear on the show, if you want to talk about the Final Four, if you want to... uh, you know, whatever. We're pretty friendly people. We love to talk. Okay, so I ranted, I raved, and uh, I'm not happy about this Gottlieb guy. And uh, you ought to, you ought to send an, a letter to your politicians. You know who they are, or if you don't, you better, and tell them you're not too keen on a drug shill being the head of the FDA. I don't know if it'll help, but uh, it certainly won't help if you remain silent. So maybe uh, consider doing that. I know I plan to do it myself. So what is up with activated charcoal? Maybe you've heard of it as a toothpaste. Maybe you've heard of it as a face mask. Maybe you've never heard of it at all. Maybe you've heard that they use it in poison control if somebody overdoses in conjunction with stomach pumping. There's a lot of places that you use this stuff, but it's weird stuff. It's charcoal after all. And yeah, I say activated charcoal. What does that mean? Well, activated charcoal just means that it's ground to a really, really fine powder because the more fine the grind, the more surface area this stuff has and the more it can attract toxins. So let's talk about how it works first and then we'll talk about what the applications are because there are some really cool ones and I'm telling you, I'm using a lot of them right now and digging them a whole lot. So activated charcoal does something called adsorption. That's with a D, A-D, not A-B. So it's not absorption, it's adsorption. Adsorbing Um, drugs and chemicals, toxins, things like that. The way it works is it has a negative charge. 
and most of these organic toxins. Uh, and I might add, because this is important, even good things, vitamins, minerals, and things like that, have a positive charge. So a negative charge will go in there and grab it like a magnet, and it won't absorb into your system. Charcoal will not. Uh, because it's an inorganic substance that can't really absorb or get through the intestinal tract or anything. So it stays in the GI tract, and while it's there, it essentially magnetizes to whatever else is in there, most everything that's in there, and pulls it out when you go to the bathroom. It's a pretty simple process. Well, why is that so cool? Well, it's cool and it's not cool, kind of depending on what you're doing, but more cool than uncool as long as you understand. Now, if you read on medical websites, WebMD and eMedicine and stuff like that, they'll tell you that, oh, you got to be careful with charcoal. Don't use it without a doctor's advice. Don't, yeah, but whatever. Read up on it and you decide if you need a doctor's advice on this stuff or not. And certainly know that I am not your doctor and so I'm not qualified or licensed to give you medical advice. But this stuff's not particularly dangerous. You kind of have to try hard to hurt yourself with it. But there are some precautions that I want to just throw out there right at the beginning. You don't want to take it within about an hour and a half to two hours of a meal. So about an hour to an hour and a half, or sorry, an hour and a half to two hours prior to a meal in most cases is the best time to take it because it will absorb things from your food that you want in your body, like vitamins and minerals and those types of things. However, And this is not necessarily prescribed use, but it's a good use for it because most of us splurge from time to time. Let's just say that you've got this weak moment in your life when you decide it's 1130 at night and Taco Bell is still open. Okay, so what do you do? Well, you avoid Taco Bell at all costs, but maybe you're not going to this time. So you're going to go to Taco Bell and you're going to get a beefy, cheesy, whatever, and you're going to eat it. And how are you going to feel? In most cases, really good for 20 minutes and then not so hot, right? You're going to feel gassy and bloated and over and and you're like, God, why did I do that? It tasted so good, but then it was, you know, and and I'm picking on Taco Bell, but it could be a donut. It could be a bagel with cream cheese. It could be any number of things that do that to you. Charcoal can actually be really helpful then. One of the best uses for it is it absorbs things that cause gas and bloating and all that stuff. And then if you've got a nutrient, a food devoid of nutrients like Taco Bell, then you just grab a hold of all that stuff and pull it right back out. Now, it's not the primary use for charcoal, but it can be pretty good if there's that occasional indiscretion. Why else would you use it? Well, the mechanism of action is what I said. It's, it's almost like... Um, it, it, it almost magnetic. And when you look at how charcoal is, it's this surface area that's so amazing. When they, when they grind it down, oh, and, and one other thing to, to, to tell you, sorry, it also tends to absorb a lot of water and it can dehydrate the system. So you want to make sure you're drinking extra water if you're using charcoal, okay? Quite a bit of extra water. They say when you take charcoal, you should drink at least two uh, glasses, if not three glasses of water with that dose of charcoal because otherwise you can, it can attach to things, but it won't pull them out unless there's enough water to flush those things out of the system. So they can still reabsorb back into the body. So we want to make sure we're drinking plenty of water. We're staying hydrated if we're going to use charcoal. But how does this stuff work? To put it in perspective, if you take 50 grams of charcoal, that's the amount that they would give to someone who is overdosed on a drug. Okay to attach to the drug and pull it through the system so it doesn't harm the person, shut down their liver, kidneys, whatever. 50 grams of charcoal has the same surface area as 10 football fields. (laughs) Is that crazy? There is a ton of surface area there, and that surface area, all of that can attract negative things in the system that we need to pull out. So that's how charcoal works. So now why would you use it? Well, the first time I decided to use charcoal, I I bumped into a company that makes a product called My Magic Mud. And if you're a longtime listener to Vitality Radio, you've probably heard me talk about it. But I don't talk about it very often, and I should. My Magic Mud. It is black tooth powder. In fact, it looks like black powder. It looks like uh, gunpowder almost, only much more fine. And it is 
this particular product is four ingredients. It's bentonite clay. It's charcoal, mostly charcoal, a little bit of orange peel extract, and a little bit of mint extract. But you use it as a tooth powder. You use it instead of toothpaste once a day. And I'm going to tell you something that is crazy about this stuff. When you use it the first time and every time that I've used it, your teeth feel like you just went to the dentist and got a teeth cleaning. It's amazing how clean your teeth feel. But it also whitens the teeth because it literally draws the toxins that stain the teeth into the powder and pulls them out. And this has been clinically proven and laboratory tested. It really, really works. Now, some people say you only need to use the charcoal a couple of times a week. But I have found since, especially recently, My Magic Mud put out a toothpaste which is so much easier to use than the powder. So much easier. And it tastes better. And it's just, it's just more convenient. Plus, it leaves your mouth smelling minty fresh and all the stuff that you are accustomed to with toothpaste. It even lathers up a little bit in your mouth where the powder does not. But their toothpaste is awesome. I mean, I've used all kinds of natural toothpaste because I try to avoid the chemical fluorides and I try and avoid the artificial colors and flavors and sweeteners and all that crap that's in toothpaste. And this stuff is amazing. It's really, really great. If you've never tried it, you've got to try My Magic Mud, either the tooth powder or the toothpaste. It is awesome stuff. And in honor of uh, Black Saturday, where I'm talking about activated charcoal here, uh, we are going to uh, have anything that we have that has charcoal in it is on sale right now at Vitality. If you just mention Vitality Radio, anywhere from 10 to 20% off. So mention it. You'll get a good deal. The My Magic Mud tooth powder is twenty percent off. Um, I think the toothpaste is uh, two dollars off per per tube. So really good deals on these. And aside from that, you're going to love this stuff. It really, really works well. So that was the first time that I used it. it it's shown to also uh, change the pH balance in the mouth, which helps to prevent cavities, bad breath. In fact, it's amazing for body odor of all kinds. Uh, one thing that I'm looking for right now and I haven't found is a good quality, believe it or not, activated charcoal underarm deodorant because from what I understand, that's also a really effective use for this stuff. And uh, it's great for preventing gum disease. So there is your activated charcoal in the teeth. Now, you do have to be, understand that if you're going to use the tooth powder in particular, it is a very fine powder. It's very uh, good at falling into grout in your bathroom and it can stain the grout can turn it black or gray and it's a little hard to clean up so you'd have to be a little cautious i actually use my activated charcoal in the shower it washes right down the drain no problem uh but yeah really really great stuff okay now what about this thing i mentioned earlier gas and bloating after meals even if it's not a meal that's you know taco bell but um what about uh a meal that uh just makes you feel not so good you're a little gassy, you're a little bloated, maybe you overindulged, you ate the wrong thing. Charcoal is amazing for that. And it does come in capsules that you can take. And it's also fantastic for pre preventing, essentially, the onset of food poisoning. Now, they say, <clears throat> technically, that it doesn't attach to bacteria. But... What's interesting is if you get food poisoning, you know, it's some, usually it's, a, it's an actual bacterial thing that's in the food uh, from, uh, you know, poor food care. It usually happens at restaurants, not as often at home. But regardless of why you have it, my first experience with charcoal for that purpose, at least at what felt like food poisoning coming on, was I said, okay, I'm going to try this because I've heard this works really well. I took about 20 capsules. Yeah, it's a lot of capsules, I know. 20 capsules of activated charcoal. My gut was churning. I felt awful. And no kidding, within an hour, I felt completely normal again. Amazing. I, I was blown away. Now, I've only done it one time, but it worked absolutely well, and I've talked to lots of people. This is something everybody should have in their home because, you know, food poisoning is miserable, but it's generally not life-threatening. can be, but it's not usually. But what if... Uh, Somebody overdoses accidentally or on purpose on Tylenol or Percocet or, you know, whatever it is. Well, charcoal is your first line of defense. And they carry it around. EMTs carry it around in the ambulance. This stuff is amazing for that. Now, you got to take a lot of it for that. And uh, there is a there are many good articles online that tell you how to use it that way. But you're talking 20 to 50 grams 
Um, and so then you're taking the, the, the powder probably rather than the capsule, uh, and that's fine. We sell it both ways at Vitality. Um, the powder is, is a little messy, but uh, you can mix it in a drink and, and drink it down. And uh, it's amazing, amazing, amazing stuff for these purposes. So they recommend if, you're, if you have a meal that generally produces a little bit of gassiness, just 500 milligrams, which is about two capsules. Uh, and a glass full of water, and then they say do an additional glass of water immediately thereafter to get the charcoal into your system and allow it to move out, and then it binds to the gas-producing elements and just pulls them right out. So while it may not bind all the bacteria or viruses or things like that, what's being produced by those things, it'll bind to and pull them out, and I'm telling you, this stuff is really, really cool. Another use, alcohol poisoning, and to prevent hangovers, this is another thing. It does not bind to alcohol. But what happens with alcohol once it gets into the system, it binds to that stuff, okay, and helps to pull that stuff out of the system. It's also fantastic if you suspect that you might have some sort of fungal or mold uh, toxicity, Um, these toxic molds from, you know, a wet basement or uh, moisture behind the drywall that you can't see, things like that. Uh, Charcoal is fantastic for that as well. Uh, water filtration. You may not know this, but your Brita filters or your Pure filters or almost every filter has a charcoal filter in it to help grab a hold of those things in the water that you don't want in your body. So a basic charcoal filter can be extremely effective for pulling the water, uh, things out of the water and making it drinkable. So yes, very, very good stuff there too. Um, I mentioned the emergency toxin removal uh, with it. There are some other things that I really like uh, about charcoal. I'm going to hit some of those in just a minute. And by the way, if you're interested in reading a little bit more about this, Dr. Axe, uh, Josh Axe has a great article online, the top 10 uses uh, of uh, activated charcoal, and I'm borrowing quite heavily from that, as well as throwing in my own anecdotal evidence of what it's done in my life. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of your body. Remember, I, we've talked now about some of the internal uses. We'll, we'll go into those a little bit more, too. But then we're also going to talk about some of the external uses outside of your mouth uh, and what you can do with charcoal. Because I already mentioned before, I bathe with this stuff. Sounds weird, doesn't it? But really cool. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. Insurgent Sports Nutrition is a brand new sports supplement company with a unique philosophy. Refuse to conform. In the sports nutrition industry, one company starts something and has some success and everyone else tends to follow their lead. What you end up with is a bunch of Me Too products that don't add up to anything special. What you typically see on the market are formulas with all kinds of ingredients that look good on the label but do very little to advance your training and performance. At Insurgents, our motto is everything you need, nothing you don't. While many brands put the right ingredients in a product, most don't put the right dose. There are clinical trials for a reason to prove not only if an ingredient works, but also how much of that ingredient it takes to provide the desired effect. At Insurgents, we won't add an ingredient to a formula unless we can add the clinically effective dose. Our first formula is our Insurgents pre-workout. Pre-workouts nowadays are a dime a dozen. They even sell them at the big box stores. The vast majority of pre-workouts on the market are overdosed on caffeine and other stimulants and underdosed on the stuff that actually increases your performance. Insurgent's pre-workout has all of the most critical ingredients to improve endurance, strength, energy, and without the crash that comes with a megadose of stimulants. Insurgent's pre-workout comes with or without caffeine and has no additional stimulants. If you want a truly effective, hype-free pre-workout that tastes great, is free of artificial colors, and absolutely does the job, Refuse to conform and join the insurgents. For more information about Insurgents Pre-Workout, call Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Activated charcoal. That's what we're talking about on Vitality Radio. Welcome back. I'm Jared, and you're listening to Vitality Radio. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by... Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. 
We love to hear from our listeners. I, I get a charge out of every time when somebody comes in. In fact, I, I mentioned last week on the show, I had a guy call me and say, man, I love all that crap you talk about on the show. And that's literally almost exactly word for word what he said. And I know you're listening out there. And he came in and saw me yesterday. He said, I'm the crap guy. And uh, love meeting you when you come in and listen to the show, I, or when you listen to the show and then come in and talk to me. Thank you so much for joining me on Vitality Radio. Again, you can call us if you have any questions, 801-292-6662. Back to activated charcoal, because I'm going to run out of time before I tell you all the amazing uses. What if you've got a mosquito bite, a rash, poison ivy, poison oak, snake bites? I told you this is great for your first aid kit. It's great to have in your medicine cabinet. After a mosquito bite or bee sting, mix one capsule of activated charcoal with half a tablespoon of coconut oil and dab it on the affected area. Reapply every 30 minutes until itching and discomfort are gone. As activated charcoal stains nearly everything it touches, especially white clothing, make sure you wrap it in a bandage or gauze pad or something like that. It can be used even for really bad stuff. Great first aid for like brown recluse or black widow bites even. Isn't that crazy? You want to cover a larger area than just the small bandage as the bacteria and viruses that lead to tissue damage need to be mitigated quickly and they move or they move quickly as well. You can create a wrap out of fabric that's big enough to go around uh, the affected area twice and then you dab the mixture of coconut oil and activated charcoal on the fabric and wrap, secure with bandages, reapply every two to three hours. What about acne? Mix one capsule of activated charcoal with two teaspoons of aloe vera gel and smooth over the face. Let dry and rinse off completely. The activated charcoal binds with environmental toxins and dirt that contribute to acne. It's also good for spot treatments. And then this is one I haven't used yet, but I'm going to very, very soon. I figure out what days I'm going to do this, but probably in the next week, I, I believe I'm going to give this a shot. Heck, I might even do it today. Digestive cleanse. Now, this is something I've not used. Listen to what Dr. Axe says about this. He says, activated charcoal uses, uh, uses, sorry, use, if I can speak, help promote a healthy digestive tract by removing toxins that cause allergic reactions, oxidative damage, and poor immune system function. By removing toxins from your system, you can reduce joint pain, increase energy, and increase mental function. I could use the energy and mental function thing. Thankfully, my joints don't hurt. Environmental factors, including pesticides on food, chemicals in the water we drink, exposure to mold, create a toxic burden in our bodies. It's important to routinely cleanse the digestive tract to support overall health and wellness. So this is how you do it. To complete a digestive cleanse with activated charcoal, take 10 grams. Now, that's a lot of capsules, okay? That's like 35 capsules. But again, you can get the powder. You can get the pure powder. We have it. We even have it on sale if you mention Vitality Radio. And you do it 90 minutes prior to each meal, and you do it for how many days? Two days is all that's recommended. Now, I love the idea of a great two-day cleanse, and that's why I want to give this a shot. Now, during the cleanse, you want to eat only organic fruits and vegetables, only grass-fed meat and wild-caught fish. If during the cleanse you find you're constipated, which can happen, uh, then that is a sure sign you're not consuming enough water with the cleanse. So you drink warm water with a slice of lemon and a touch of honey every half hour until the constipation is relieved. And that's how you do the two-day detox with charcoal. Isn't that cool? And what about anti-aging, cellular damage? This actually was very fascinating to me. Another use I didn't know, but it makes perfect sense. Activated charcoal um, helps prevent cellular damage to the kidneys and liver as well as supporting healthy adrenal glands. It's imperative to cleanse toxins and chemicals routinely from the body, as I said before. And, of course, this cleanse can help with this aspect of things, too. But specifically, these toxins really impact those organs. Aging, of course, is a natural part of life. But due to the toxic load we are exposed to through food, our homes, workplace, environment, and so on and so forth, we tend to age prematurely nowadays. Activated charcoal use uh, for the purpose of preventing excessive aging or premature aging is to take two capsules per day after exposure to non-organic foods, heavy metals, or after contact to other toxins. This supports better cognitive function, a reduction in brain fog, healthier kidney and liver function, and a healthier digestive tract. Just two capsules a day. And what about cholesterol? Oh, my goodness. The last two days I've had a couple of people with cholesterol levels that I do not consider dangerous. There's a lot of research that backs that up that their doctors are telling them to get on statin drugs for. 
I've talked about this. I've ranted about it on multiple occasions, and I want to offer you something that I think is invaluable. I just got a bunch more of them in. I have plenty for everybody. It's a, it's a free little booklet all about cholesterol and whether or not it is really the leading cause of heart disease or even if it is a cause, cause of heart disease, period. It explains it in detail, gives you great information, it's wonderful, and it's free. So if you're concerned about cholesterol, if your doc wants you on a statin drug, if you already are on a statin drug, you've been thinking about it, you're not sure what to do, you've had side effects from statin drugs, whatever it is, this booklet will explain a lot that you probably don't know about cholesterol. It flies in the face of conventional quote-unquote wisdom, but the truth of the matter is conventional wisdom on this topic is wrong. In fact, the government is even admitting that it's wrong, but pharmaceutical companies are making a lot of money on cholesterol drugs. They've spent a lot of money miseducating people on this topic, and you have the opportunity to get educated correctly. It's free. Just call us at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662, and I'll get you the information. It's a wonderful booklet, and it is well worth your 20 minutes, if it is that, to read it. Really, really great stuff. You can even call us and we'll mail one to you if you're not in the area. However, there is truth to the fact that you want proper cholesterol balance. There is truth that you can have too high cholesterol. It's just, in my opinion, higher than what they say too high is. But check this out. Studies around the world show that activated charcoal reduces bad cholesterol and increases good cholesterol as much as some prescription medications. In fact, in one study, total cholesterol decreased by 25%. LDL, the bad stuff, decreased by 41%. And HDL increased by 8% in just four weeks. That's pretty sweet, huh? Yes, it is. Study participants participants took three doses of eight grams each for the period of the study. So it's not a small amount of charcoal, but over just four weeks' time. So really, really cool. Now remember this about charcoal. Here's my final disclaimer on the topic, and then I'm going to jump to one more topic before we wrap it up. you got to drink plenty of water. You don't want to take it with your medications, especially. It will absorb them and it will take them out of your body and your medications won't work. You don't want to take it with your vitamins and minerals and things like that. It will absorb those. Or sorry, adsorb those. It'll pull them out. So you don't want that. So what you need to do is you need to take it 90 minutes to 2 hours before you eat or take supplements and as long as you give it that head start, no problem. But that's important and make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Okay, so if you want activated charcoal, oh, I forgot the bath time. Dang it. We've got activated charcoal body wash, and I love it. It's such cool stuff. For one thing, it's black. What can be more cool about that or, or than that? My kids, my little ones, uh, we bathed with that, and uh, they thought that was pretty cool. Black soap. You've heard of black soap, maybe. That's not what this is. This is different. It's truly black, and it's detoxifying to the skin. You can even bathe with charcoal. You can throw a quarter cup in your bath water, turn your bath water black, but that will absorb uh, and, or adsorb and pull toxins out of the skin, the biggest detoxification gland in the body. So amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. Now, last week or two weeks ago on the show, we talked about something called CBD. We talked about a specific topical product called Muscle MX, and holy smokes, are people raving about this stuff. It's so cool. I've, I got this awesome uh, text message from one of my clients. He says, hey, that hemp rub-on stuff for my neck is the only thing that's given me any relief for my neck in the last two years. Thank you. I'm telling everyone about it. I used it for a kink in my neck, and it worked great. I have people using it for arthritic joints. I have people using it for neuropathy. We have people using it for a lot of stuff. I don't have enough time to explain exactly how it works. If you didn't hear the show a couple weeks ago, um, I talked in some detail with the manufacturers of the product, but suffice it to say, it binds to receptors in your nervous system that create and creates a calmness in the nervous system that reduces inflammation, reduces pain, works really, really well for things like anxiety. It really is amazing stuff. This is a topical one I'm talking about. It's called Muscle MX. It actually smells really nice. 
It comes in a little trial size that's like 12 bucks. We've sold a ton of it over the last couple of weeks, and the overwhelming feedback is very, very positive. You've got to check this stuff out. And if you're dealing with anxiety, you've got to look into the internal use stuff. There's liquids and pills and really amazing stuff. It is legal. It is safe. And we are selling a lot of it at Vitality Nutrition right now. you got to check it out. Okay, beyond that, something that I've been wanting to mention that I mentioned for about two seconds, I'm going to give it two minutes this time, is something called Baxel. Baxel is a liquid hyaluronin. It's what makes up the hyaluronic acid that is in the joints that makes up synovial fluid. The joints, the discs, all these places, your fingers, your toes, your elbows, your shoulders, your knees, all those things, have this stuff in it naturally. This is a one, this is a form that gets through the stomach into the intestinal tract and in 30 days clinically has been proven to significantly reduce stiffness and pain in 80% of the people who use it. It's a liquid that tastes like water. It's not particularly expensive. A five-week supply is like $40. And I am telling you, if you're dealing with joint pain, this stuff is the coolest thing I've ever come across. So Baxel, you got to check that out too. I wanted to throw in some things. I talked about Molly Suds, some things that I just am in love with that I haven't had the chance to actually do like a full show on. And charcoal, I did the full show because it's just such a cool topic. But Baxel, Molly Suds, if you have questions about any of this, call us, 801-292-6662. Remember, write your congressman and tell them we're not interested in this pharma shill, Gottlieb, being at the head of the FDA. That's bad news for us. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.